Hello and welcome to HornetCast. HornetCast is a podcast for the families of Valley Center Public Schools. The purpose of HornetCast is to share stories about our students, staff, schools, and communities, and to provide helpful information to families. Hello and welcome to another episode of HornetCast. I am Amy Pavlaka, the District Communications Director. My guests for this podcast are Melissa Seacat, an assistant principal at Valley Center High School, and Amy McDonald, a counselor at Valley Center High School, and they are here to discuss the upcoming pre-enrollment process for high school students. Um, within the next few weeks, high school students will begin choosing classes for next year, and that process kicks off with some meetings February 2nd through 4th. Melissa, can you share some information about the pre-enrollment process and the upcoming meetings? Thank you for having us. So our pre-enrollment meetings will start next week. We will gather the students by grade level in the auditorium during advisory time. They will be learning about the process for pre-enrollment, which is when students request which classes they are most interested in for next school year. So a couple of important pieces to remember is students are going to get a document, a single page document that has all of their course options. We will then encourage them to go back to their advisory class and look at what's called Zello, our um, IPS or Individual Plan of Study software that we have. They also can look at a Career Pathways website and then they need to have some conversation with teachers, parents, counselors about really what they're interested in. So when they make their requests, hopefully they get to take those classes. We really want them to take this process very seriously. Um, they can't just select courses based on what their besties are wanting to choose or what they think might be the easiest classes. We want them to really explore um, fine arts. We want them to explore career pathways and then mark on their sheet and get that parent signature so they're ready. Mrs. McDonald, what else can you think of regarding these meetings? Well, there's a lot of um, emphasis from the students on, and parents on what do I need to graduate? Tell me what I need to graduate. And the Zello software is awesome because it allows you to see individualized for that student what they need to take based on what they've already taken, what they've passed. Um, and so it will, it will allow you to see exactly what they need to graduate. For the most part, students need four classes a year to meet those uh, core requirements. Then there's a few classes that are year independent that the students can take any of their four years. Um, but that still leaves two to three hours a day that we really want the students to explore and try out possible career paths, experience things such as fine arts, um, and just experiment and try. That's, I, I feel like sometimes there's a big emphasis from parents on meeting the graduation requirements. That kind of happens um, naturally. I wanna put a little bit more emphasis on using those four years to explore and experience as well. Okay, so that you said there's a time where you're taking all the students into the auditorium, they'll get the initial information and then it's kind of up to them to go back and start looking through the list of courses and choosing? Do they get much guidance from the counseling staff and their teachers to help them determine um, how that all kind of flows out? Well, in terms of meeting the, the requirements, it's listed in Zello exactly what they need. Once they click on, let's say they need a fine arts, they'll click on the fine arts link and it will show them the 
10 courses that will meet that requirement and then they pick from there. Um, in terms of exploring and exploration classes, that's something they could get guidance from from parents. They can look at the course guide. They can visit with counselors. They can visit with their advisory teachers. They um, also have the opportunity to visit with teachers in that core area that they might be interested to find out more, or not core area, but uh, career exploration area to find out more about what those classes would entail and recommendations there. Okay, so that that computer software is pretty easy, pretty simple. simple. Extremely user-friendly, which is one reason why we keep using it. Students know how to get logged in. They've been in Zello software um, a handful of times, five times or so this school year already, and we use it every year. Um, parents can sit down and their, their kiddo can log in and they can look, or the students have a place in there where they can invite their parent. So then parents can log in and see everything. And there is just a plethora of valuable information. This isn't the podcast for that now, but it is really, um, like I said, just a bunch of information about um, adulthood, college readiness, career readiness, uh, having like a plan A, B, and C for life. Um, so there's a couple ways to get into the software. And like uh, Mrs. McDonald said, it's very user-friendly. Oh, that's, that's good to know because, you know, lots of different platforms and technologies. It sounds overwhelming, but it doesn't sound like this is. So, um, so tell me a little bit more about what do parents and guardians need to know about these meetings that are going to be coming up next week? Okay, so as mentioned, the parents are going to be getting the single document for them to look over with their students and mark which classes they want. And there are instructions on there, like how many classes do they need to mark and which areas, alternate courses that the student might want to take if they don't get into their first picks. Those alternates are really important if a student doesn't. It's another meeting and it's a, another risk of not getting a course that they're remotely interested in. So those conversations need to happen at home. And again, we want parents to sign this document that they've had that conversation and they approve the courses that are marked. The other thing that I want parents to be aware of is um, we have a lot of dual credit opportunities, many of which are going to be indicated on this document with a DC for dual credit out beside each course. So if that's something that the family is interested in doing, they want to be planning. Is this a course that is free? Some of them are. Is this a course that's going to cost $240 per course, which is a three credit hour college class? Or are they interested in a program that's for upperclassmen, juniors, seniors to go off campus and spend half a day really focusing on one of those college programs, such as aviation maintenance, interior design, police science? There's a whole list of them on this document those courses you can request that you're interested in those but the student has many more steps for those advanced college opportunities so it's multifaceted once they've marked on on the back of the document that they're interested in finding out more about a particular uh, career field that signifies to us to call the students in to have a more elaborate conversation we start the enrollment process in february but we are working on making sure the kids are in the right classes clear up until the summer. Um, also, any student or parents or students that have questions about what a what a course is should access our uh, curriculum guide, which will be on the main page of the counseling website for the high school. Okay. 
Well, it, you know, obviously it sounds like these meetings and this information coming up are really important, but why is it important? Why do you want to bring more attention to this process? We do hear oftentimes that students weren't aware of such deadlines or parents didn't know that their child selected this course or later a student wants to change their schedule and they didn't realize that now that that course is full that they're wanting so the more conscious conscious decisions that the students and parents can make and better communication we have with the community uh, it really prevents a lot of excessive time and heartache of not getting in a class or getting in a class that's virtually overflowing with kids too many so we want to make sure our numbers are right too with those requests and we use those numbers to uh, decide how many classes of a certain course will be offered um, what teachers were going to even in the hiring process what teachers were going to hire based on uh, class selections we take those requests very seriously and we want the students to take them seriously as well do you find it's hard to get students motivated to think about next year at this point? Is that kind of where, yeah, talk about that. Absolutely. I've seen over and over again, especially with my upperclassmen, I will, I will say that they, when I look at their requests the next fall and they're mentioning all these classes that aren't in their request list, and I'll say, why didn't you request that? And they'll say, I just was hurrying through the process because I didn't want to put a lot of thought into it, which breaks my heart because as seniors and juniors, they are at the very top of the chain of um, importance. They get their class selections first and they're kind of handing over over that opportunity to the students that are taking the time to pick those classes. Next question I have is how can students and families ensure that students are taking the appropriate classes? Students need to meet our deadline of filling out their Zello requests um, with intentional purpose that we cannot emphasize that enough. Sometimes they're going to fill out a request and not enough students wanted that class, so it's not going to make. So we're looking at then, like I mentioned earlier, what are the alternates? So even the alternate courses that they select, and they select that with just with a little A on their sheet, that's what our system and our counselors will rely on to make their schedule right. We don't want schedules to have to be changed that first week of school, if at all possible. And, and interests do change and things like that change over the summer. And we, we try to accommodate that as necessary, but so many choices are based on numbers that we can't always do that. Yeah, I really hadn't taken that into consideration. I'm just thinking about, you know, what, what do the students need to take? Um, what uh, classes are, are they required to take? But I didn't guess I didn't really connect the dots that you have to have the, the number of staff to, to make the, the classes happen. If there aren't enough students interested in a class, that makes a difference, correct? Absolutely. Each year we have several classes that Mrs. Seacat said don't do not make. That means there aren't enough students to justify the class and so it does not make the master schedule. Interesting. How is this process different than the enrollment process? All right. So yes, that's confused a lot. When you hear it's time to enroll, we, we get that confused with the summer enrollment. So all USD 262 students have to go through summer enrollment to be an official student for the next school year. Even a student who moves to uh, Valley Center and they're wanting to enroll within the next day or two of moving, they also have to go through this online enrollment. So the topic that we're talking about here today is more like a pre-enrollment or request for courses 
more so than that enrollment process that might take place in the summertime online. Okay, so this this process is you're picking your classes. The enrollment process that happens in the summer is who's coming back to school? Is all of your information the same? That kind of information? Absolutely. Um, we recommend students, each year I have students that tell me I'm, I'm not planning to come back. Um, we recommend they pick classes anyway because life can happen and they might be back and then they are in that priority line of getting the classes they want. It's very easy to remove classes. It's more difficult to get the classes you want if you decide to come back. Okay, so this is great information uh, for you know high school students. Basically, um, be watching for information coming home. Um, have conversations with your students. But how does um, what can eighth grade students and parents expect from this process? Um, the high school counselors will be coming to um, the middle school during seminar first thing in the morning on February twenty second and twenty third. We're coming twice so that we can have a smaller group each time. And I'm not sure how they're dividing it, but half of the um, seminar students will come in on Monday the twenty second, and half of the seminar students will come in on Tuesday the twenty third. At that point, we will be passing out a hard copy curriculum guide and the enrollment sheet and sending those home. Um, parents will then have approximately two weeks to go through the curriculum guide and pick classes with their students. It's very easy at the top. It shows you what classes you have to pick. And then at the bottom, you get to pick those electives. Um, and then we will also be available on Thursday of that week at parent-teacher conferences from 4 to 8. We'll have at least one counselor there um, in the front of the middle school to answer any questions parents might have about enrollment. It's good. I bet they'll be busy. I mean, it's a whole, for some parents, it'll be a, just a whole new ball game, you know, just if they don't have high schoolers previously. So this is a, a lot of good information. Um, and again, I know that we've, we've stated it's kind of difficult, maybe, especially for students to be thinking about what they're going to be doing next year. But it's really, really important that this process be um, well thought out and intentional right now. And then after that week, we will come back on March 3rd um, during science classes, and we will help the students hand enroll from that sheet that they had signed from a parent and put the classes into Zello. Since that's the first time they'll be using Zello, we want to help them with the process. And then they'll be enrolled at that point. I mean, it sounds easy, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's done that way on purpose to be easy and not an overwhelming process, but it's important to um, give it the intention it deserves. Be thinking about, although it might be hard right now, um, I think kids probably are thinking about spring break right now, not what classes they're going to be taking next year, but it's really important to give it some thought. If parents, guardians, students have questions about what's coming up or this whole process or how it differs from enrollment, how can they get in touch with someone with questions? The biggest place to start is the high school counselor. Um, and so if your students have the last name A through G, they'll contact myself, Mrs. McDonald. If their last names are H through O, they will contact Mrs. Lear. And if their last names are P through Z, they will contact Mrs. Bond. Um, we can answer any individual questions. And then if they have additional questions in terms of dual credit or block programming or any of those things with our partner schools, usually we refer them to Mrs. Allen. Well, that's great information. I really appreciate you both being here. I think this will be helpful information to families. And um, again, we encourage people just to call the high school or visit the website for more information.